When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz is out. Funchy's in. What do you got? Uh, guys, the Queen Mary just reopened. It's going to oh. reopen. If you, I've never been to the Queen Mary. So You've never gone to Long I've Beach never gone, on the Queen Mary? I've, I've been to Long Beach, but I've never been to the Queen Mary. Mm. I heard that, that they got an awesome champagne brunch they that do. is uh, mm-hmm. kind of in hiatus right now, but mm-hmm. I think it, it's coming back. Uh, it said to reopen December 15th with a uh, limited time free uh, guided free tour. So... If you really want to go and check out a tour, go check it out. I, I think I might be one of those guys doing it. You want to go to the Queen Mary, Kepi? Mm. What? Not really. Why? <laughs> it's haunted, you know. Well, it well, is haunted. Yeah, I mean, like, no, sell not. me on it. I mean, yes, that's my is. whole point. Is like, what, what is, what is it about the Queen Mary that I would want to go do? I mean, that brunch is pretty good. Okay, now is this on a big yacht, like a big giant ship? Yeah, it's on a boat, bro. Yeah, it's a Queen Mary. I'm on a boat. boat. And then, honestly, it is haunted. No, really? it's not. Yes, it is. I mean, that's a story. Have you guys done like the crazy tour during Halloween and they took you underneath and stuff? No, never that done. That ish it. is crazy. Really? That ish? Yeah. I can't say the actual word. I don't want to dump mm-hmm. myself. So ish is a replacement word you feel comfortable with? Yes. Gotcha. But anyways, you should go. Yeah. It is haunted. You're not, you're not okay with ish? Um, I yeah, it's one. Of, it's kind of like flowers. It's one I don't use. It's kind of like it's been a minute. There's certain phrases I just never gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. You know? Some you shouldn't, but you do, so you know there's that. Right, and then there's that, right. I mean, that's true. Okay. You know? Like dope AF. Mm. Kind of taking that one on myself, you know. So the Queen Mary Hotel Attractions Events. I'm looking at it right now. No, I've never been. I've never really been. Never even really thought about going. You ever been to, um, what's the, Catalina? I have. Now oh. that. Do you like Catalina? Oh, Catalina's amazing. Yeah. You see all the goats? Um, no, I don't recall goats. A lot of goats in Catalina. Really? Yeah, there's that little area with all the goats. Yeah, I don't know it. Yeah. I don't know it. When I, was the I last know, time you were in Catalina? Uh, a couple summers ago. Um, I was supposed to go last summer, and oh. then we canceled the trip at the last minute. Did it's actually fun. Did you thing I didn't zip line, although I wanted a zip line. I think the zip line was... You know, I went there in the middle of COVID... It was empty. Of I mean, course. ghost yeah. town, empty. Yeah. yeah, actually, Catalina's probably like a good place. What it was probably a good place to go during COVID. To your yeah, point, I, I, um, but I haven't been back since, and I really want to go. Mm. I really want to go back. What's the main area called? Like when you, the, the oh. area where there's the casino. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. called. And like, <sighs> what is casino that? Casino in Catalina? Area? No, it's not a casino. It's called like the casino. Oh. And it's like a, I don't even actually know what the building is there for. I mean, I walked around it and tried to figure it out, and I still don't really yeah, know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I haven't been in it, so I don't know what it is either. But Yeah, I've only been once to Catalina. Me too. That is, uh, by the way, that is also what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. If you need a casino, there's your casino right there. Morongo. The Queen Mary, huh? I yeah. may have to check this out at some point. I don't uh, know. Oh, there you go. By the way, uh, I say you guys do a remote there. Real quick, <laughs> that'd be funny. Uh, then, real quick, before we move back to the Dodgers, real quick, and finish that conversation up, uh, Tim from the OC has tweeted in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, the community section uh, that we have on Twitter. You go to Twitter, go to the communities. 
Go into the uh, search bar. You type in Sedano and Cap, and you'll see us there. Become a member. You have to ask for permission because we were getting uh, spammed by bots. Thanks, Elon. I thought you were supposed to fix that. Um, and uh, so we, we closed up the membership again. So you got to ask for a request to get in. And uh, usually it takes me a little bit to get you. I mean, not more than a day. I usually check it every day. So, uh, But Tim from the OC says about dinner parties. Funchy was talking about hosting a dinner party earlier. Says, I hate hosting parties or gatherings because it sucks that I can't leave early. I ha- <laughs> actually, that, that, <laughs> oh my God. that's true. Funny, you know what? Tim. I was thinking the same thing halfway through the party. Yeah. Uh, I have to host a baby shower coming up soon with the wife, and I hate baby showers. Unfortunately, I have to be there because it's my baby. I'm not looking forward to it at all. Now, here's the thing. I Well, my wife had a baby shower twice. I only was there at the end. Like, Yeah, I don't think I was yeah, there at you all. Yeah, you shouldn't really. You don't right. Yeah, I, I wasn't there. Right. It's for the it's You didn't for have a girls. co-ed baby shower? I don't think so. I only showed up at the end, like to grab the presents present and say stuff. thank you. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm here, guys. I'm picking up all these boxes, putting them in the car. We're getting out of here. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. And also, like, for my because my sister has way too many kids, and I've said this before. Yeah. Someone else host. I I don't think I've ever had like the person, the one that's pregnant, hosting. No, no, right. Someone else hosts Yeah, the someone party. else yes. hosts. So, like, yeah. the guys never, like, they'll do what you did, Sedano. They come, hey, guys, thanks so much. I'm going to grab the wife and the baby, you know, and the presents. Gracias. And we out. So, y'all doing it wrong. Just saying. Have y'all a friend. doing it wrong. Well, have a friend host. So, you don't have to have, you already have Uh-oh. the pressure of the kid. Just saying. Yeah. By the way, Cappy, Bill Russ, at yeah. the Bill Russ in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust says, Scott is no longer a man of the people. Why? What happened? Only getting free tickets, refusing to buy them. Yeah. No, it's been a longstanding uh, policy of mine. <laughs> yeah. If I can get them, I can get them. If Cappy, I can't, I don't buy them. Yeah. You should, you should buy tickets, you know, but mm-hmm. if you do have a hookup, you're like, hey, I'm here. Right. And then usually they'll be like, oh, come to the suite or wherever that person is. Yeah. You guys can keep trying to convince me. Not but uh, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's just really not going to happen. Well, that's why I didn't invite you to the game, because I knew you weren't going to buy tickets. So I was just like, all right, whatever. Unless now, I bought you, them for you. Yeah. Right. Well, you actually offered to buy them, number yeah. one. But number two, yeah. um, I will Well, you weren't going to go anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't spend money or time with the Chargers. Now, I'll watch them on TV, because it usually it gives me a lot of pleasure to see them like be in the lead, and then in like the last two seconds, you, they like, something you, up You're like the, one, the person that checks out your ex-girlfriend's like Instagram, and then just like makes- Yeah. Just to, like scoop in and like go, oh, yeah, yeah, not doing so much these days, huh? Oh, too bad. You petty yeah, I know a like lot of that. people. A lot of people do, uh, they do compare it to a scorned you know, lover. Yeah. You know, and yeah. a petty like that is right. Although Beto says Big Baller Cap was never for the people. All VIP ain't mad at that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about Big Baller. I mean, medium-sized baller perhaps at times. Shot caller, you know? 20-inch yeah. blades on the Impala. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just I just don't do it for some reason. I mean, I've, I've just never have, like, been that, that consumed. I'm like, hey, man, big game. Got to buy tickets. Now, I, I'll tell you the last game I bought tickets to. True story. True story. The last game I bought tickets to. Are you to, saying that all the other stories are not true? No, but this is like, I'm just, I'm just coming <laughs> up with it right now, which is I can't believe I actually bought tickets to this game. I bought tickets to the Dodgers mm-hmm. Padres uh-huh. on Saturday night. I want to say it was the game that the Padres beat the Dodgers in to wrap up that series. Is that the one that we gave you all the grief for? Yeah, the one I was standing in the front row with the Hey King t-shirt. That was the last game I bought tickets for. I bought three tickets to that game. Yeah. Wait, I thought you told us you got hey, you hey king those tickets. I did hey king those tickets, but what I did was is I bought three tickets. I bought a gift for two people and myself, mm-hmm. and I went to the game, 
And I got to the game, and Laura, to your point. And you got that's upgraded. When, that's when I called somebody and went, hey, I'm in upgraded. the house. Upgraded. Yeah, I want to come down to be in the front row. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when I did that. But I bought those tickets. How much do you think those tickets were for a, for a playoff game of that magnitude? The upgraded tickets or the ones no, no, you bought? The ones I actually paid for. I don't know, 200 bucks. Yeah, $222 yeah. a ticket. Yeah, I believe it. $222. Uh, yeah. Face value through the organization. Actually, I had to pay for them. And you know, um, they sent them to me. Actually, I, had to pay for them. Yeah, they sent them to me, and then I hadn't paid for them yet. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, maybe they're just hooking me up or yeah. something. <laughs> and then they charged you later. And then they were like, yo, man, uh, you got to pay me. Where's that credit card number? You got to yeah. pay me for those tickets, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, Biggie in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust says the casino at Catalina is just a ballroom. A bu- big old ballroom. What was that area of, of Catalina called, though, Biggie? There, there's a name for that, um, for that particular part of Catalina, which is if there's like a city or if there's a town in Catalina, this is it. I'm trying to remember what the name of it is. Uh, I don't say. remember. I don't know. Somebody will know. Avalon's Entertainment Avalon. Center? Yeah. Avalon. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Avalon. Yeah. Uh, all right. Real quick, Cappy. Let me finish the Dodgers. Go ahead. So, the Dodgers, because I was saying in real life, they, they, they are very prudent about the way they spend their money. And what you're saying is you don't love the long-term deals, which, by the way, is the way the Dodgers feel. I mean, outside of a few exceptions, obviously Mookie Betts is like a perfect example. Julio Urias is, by the way, going to be a free agent soon, so they're going to have to make a decision on that long-term as well. So that's something. Um, What was the length of Mookie? Do you recall? Was it 10 years? Oh, it might be 11 or 12, to be honest with you. Um, I'd have to double-check I'll I'll look. But it's it's definitely 10 or more. Mm -hmm. So... But what you said is you don't like those deals. And you're right. In baseball, they have aged poorly. We saw it at Albert, Albert Pools. It is 12 years on Mookie. So thank you, Funchy. But sometimes those deals, and, and this is what teams now expect with prices going up, players' salaries going up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that you look back and say, oh, that deal was a steal in retrospect. And there's a real-life practicality to that, at least in, in, at ESPN. I'll give you an example. I remember okay. when John Skipper was the president of this company, okay? And he signed the ESPN NBA deal. And it was like, whatever it was, billions of dollars, right? Whatever it was per year. And at the time, he got destroyed. Like, oh my God, what a terrible deal. Are they crazy? Blah, 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 yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. Wait, blah, blah, yada, yada, and et cetera, et cetera? Correct. That's a lot. Yeah. And it's funny, about three or four years into that deal, those same people that were ripping him were like, you know what? Maybe in retrospect, it actually was a really good deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because so, and, and that's what it is. Like, you have to look at some of these deals and say, okay, that, that will make sense. And I think the Dodgers are good at that. I think the Dodgers are good are good at having their whatever their formula is for figuring out. Look, it's sports, right? Guys get hurt. You can't really factor that stuff in. But they feel like, hey, certain player, certain position – um, will age this way based on their skill set, uh, the way their body type is, et cetera. A lot of these teams factor that stuff into the equation. No different than ESPN or I'm sure Fox probably does something similar, whatever, or CBS, NBC. They have a model based on sales and ad revenue and whatever it is they get um, if that they can make the money work on specific rights deals. That, that's what it is. And the Dodgers are very prudent, and they stick to that model. Whatever their model is, they stick to it. And well, there are only a few exceptions. Mookie's one of them, and I believe Shohei Otani will be the next one. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I just, for me, if I were a player and you could give me, I'll, I'll take wherever I can get the most 
Meaning, if I'm a player that hasn't really made it yet, and you're mm-hmm. telling me three years, $39 million to go to the Angels right. versus two years, $20 million to stay with the Dodgers, I'm just using that as an example, yeah. or even one year, one year, $20 million for the Dodgers, three years, $40 million for the Angels, if I'm a player that hasn't really made it quite yet, this is my one probable score. Yeah. But on the other hand, like an Aaron Judge contract, nine years, $360 million, you're right. Three years from now, Aaron Judge might be worth a lot more then whatever that number comes out to a year, you right. know, thirty-seven yeah. million, whatever right. it is. But I just I feel like if I'm an organization, what am I really going to get when the player is thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, and forty years old? Mm-hmm. So when a player is thirty and you sign a guy for an eleven-year deal, like, am I? Is he really going to be with us at forty-one? Probably mean, not. Yeah, I mean, maybe. And, and will we be able to Probably move not. him? Well, it depends, right? It, it, look, I mean. You, it depends on how far into the deal they are and how old they are, right? Giancarlo Stanton got traded from the Marlins to the Yankees. Yeah, but how old was he when that happened? Do you recall? I'd have to look back, but he was uh, only a couple years into the deal. So, But what I'm saying is you can move that deal early in the first few years. Yeah. I mean, listen, I just I, – I organizationally and philosophically, I like that the Dodgers don't go into these you know, 10, 11, 12-year mega deals. Mookie, I understand the exception to the rule, age, experience, position that he plays. Yeah, body you know, type. Going forward, you know, your expectations going forward versus yeah. paying somebody for what they've done in the past. I get the exception to the rule. Yeah. By the way, Giancarlo Stanton was traded at 28 years old multiple year, a couple of years into his mega deal. Yeah. I, I just always look at Pujols, and maybe Pujols is really not a great example. Yeah. Because let's face it, Pujols left the Angels, and he had a bit of a resurgence in his career, both for the Dodgers and then back in St. Louis. Yeah. Maybe he just I, needed to be in the National League again. Or maybe he needed to get out of Anaheim. Yeah, there's that too. And that's what I think Otani will do, and I think he'll end up being a Dodger. I mean, if I had to guess. All right, coming up next, I want to get back to the Lakers. We also have the 6 o'clock reset. Uh, I want to get into USC, uh, Caleb Williams. What it means, is this the beginning of something special? Or uh, Funchy may argue that it's a lost opportunity. All right, we'll hear all that stuff coming up next. Stick around, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Faith. Because I got to have faith, the faith, the faith. I got to have faith, the faith, the faith. Baby. Good song. I love George Michael on his own. You do? I do. Yeah. You did. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do. 
like his I mean, music on his own. No, but uh, I'm just saying, I like, thought the, the whole Wham, Wham was good era. too. Yeah. No, Wham was fine, but, like, the other Wham guy was, like, totally inconsequential. The what other did he Wham do? guy. Do you know his yeah. name? <laughs> Andrew. Uh, Andrew something. Andrew Wham. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Ridgely. Yeah. Oh, very good, Funchy. Yeah. If you're right. He is right. But the, yeah, I mean, George Michael was an incredible solo artist. I mean, he won a ton of awards after being a solo artist. Gone too soon. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, man. Paul Silas just died recently in the NBA. Um, a very kind man. What song did he sing? Grant Wall. Uh, obviously, the journalist, the U.S. soccer journalist. Very Dude, sad. Yeah. A very sad story. Yeah. yeah very know? sad. So, may they all rest in peace. Amen. Uh, all right. It's time for the 6 o'clock reset. Laura, hit some music. Funchy, what do you got for us here? We're going right. to go fast here. We're going right. to go. You, you know, USC won, has a Heisman Trophy uh, winner, the best player in the nation, but won't be making a college football playoffs. Was this a lost year for the U- USC Trojans, uh, Sedano? Now, you believe that they missed out an opportunity. Yeah, you I told do. me today when I was talking to you earlier I, before I the do. show. I do. I, you know, Deion Sanders is going to Colorado. UCLA is coming up, too. I mean, these other kids might be going to these schools and not be going to UCLA. Yeah, USC. I, I still think USC is a place to be, and I think the fact that Caleb will be back next year, I think, also helps them. That gives them a leg up. I think that Lincoln Riley will do really well in the portal defensively. That's where they need to make some hay. Um, if they do that, they can be in – the college football playoff next year. I, I feel like they'll be at least one of the betting favorites to be. Funchy, let me tell you something. I'm rooting for Coach Prime. I love following his social media. Now his new thing is restaurant uh, uh, critiques around the uh, Boulder area. I love it. But I, don't, I think it's going to take Coach Prime at Colorado a lot longer than it took Lincoln Riley. Now, was it a lost opportunity? I mean, you're, you were there. You lost to Utah twice in the same year. Yeah, it was a lost opportunity. All right. Uh, Lakers have a 3-3 three and three road trip. Uh, how do you feel about them now going 500 on this important road trip cap? I feel like the Lakers now at 11-16 and 16 are just start, starting to find their way. We know about how great AD's been. LeBron looked really good yesterday. Uh, Russ has taken on his role. They're, they're being well coached by Darvin Ham. I feel, I feel like the Lakers are going to get themselves back into this thing, even with this roster. Uh, I feel like this is more important than ever for the Lakers not to waste this opportunity over the next month or so to get themselves some players that fit better with this roster so that they can take advantage of a Western Conference that could be had, um, but still they are not in contention for, and I don't see them being in the contention for the foreseeable future uh, in this re- in this particular season if they don't make some moves. All right. Um, uh, you know, last night, a Sunday night game, Cappy's Chargers beat uh, Sedano's Dolphins. Are things finally coming together for Cappy's Chargers? Cappy. So, you know, I resent you calling them my Chargers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because my Dolphins really made a mess last night. Those were my Dolphins last Any team that plays against the Chargers, that's my team. Are things starting to come together for them? I mean, I know some people would argue that they are. I, they can come together all they want, but it'll all blow up at some point. So, no, not for me. Hater in the house. Uh, yeah, I disagree, clearly. I, I think they've got the fourth easiest schedule moving forward from a record standpoint. They're starting to get healthy. They've got their two best skill position players, uh, or excuse me, two best wide receivers back, or two of their best skill position players back. They may get Boza back before the end of the season. I like the way they're trending. And Herbert, look, Herbert, 
let them tread water despite dealing with his own set of injuries. And now I think that they can kind of really move forward. So uh, I like what they're doing. Moving, I like their positioning moving forward. Okay. Also, yesterday we might have witnessed Tom Brady's funeral by the hands of the Niners. Mm. Uh, they have a rookie quarterback, Mr. Brock Purdy. I mean, that that's a quarterback name right, has itself. How much faith do you have in Purdy, uh, Sedano? Uh, I've got a lot of faith in Purdy. Fur- Purdy already uh, has pushed the ball down the field more than Garoppolo was doing. Uh, I mentioned earlier he was a pretty good quarterback at Iowa State. Um, you know, played in a, t- in a tough conference, obviously. Um, and I want to say he was nearly a 3-1 to touchdown-interception ratio guy. He just didn't have the measurables. He's a shorter kind of guy. But he has decent arm strength, and he clearly knows the offense really well. That defense is fantastic. To me, it's about Debo. If Debo can come back, as we've seen the reports that they expect him to be back before the end of the season, then I like their chances to be one of the teams to potentially go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. So your question, Funchy, was how much confidence do I have in Purdy? And, and today, through a game and a half, my answer is not that much. But what I do have confidence in is the 49ers' defense. I love what they did by getting Christian McCaffrey. So I, I can be confident in the Niners without necessarily feeling like I know enough about their quarterback yet. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, but I also think that at some point you have to have some confidence in your quarterback if you want to excel in the playoffs. And yeah. I I have enough – I honestly – the way he's looked through a game – or almost two full games, basically, because Jimmy went out basically in the first series of, of the last game. I, I mean, I know it's early and teams will get film on him, but man, he looks very comfortable. Um, again, already more comfortable than I've seen Jimmy perform uh, most of this season. All right, guys. Yeah, uh, yesterday, too, the Cowboys squeaked past the Titans. Oh, like, the t- Texans were up pretty much the whole game until the Cowboys just you know put it on in the last couple minutes. Are we buying the Cowboys as Super Bowl contenders, uh, Cappy? Not really. Not yet. Um, I'm I'm not the biggest Dak fan. I give those guys credit, man. They've got two good running backs. They have a Super Bowl winning coach. I'm not. I'm still not sold on McCarthy in Dallas. I don't love 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 Dak. So no, I'm not necessarily sold yet on the Cowboys as a real Super Bowl contender yet. Uh, I'm with you. I don't believe they're a good Super Bowl contender. They. I, I'm not a huge Dak guy either. I feel like the recipe for the Cowboys has been fairly obvious during the Dak era, and it was even more obvious when he was injured. When they run the ball more and they allow their defense to rest a little bit and then go out there and take advantage of their speed, um, they win more games at a higher clip. So that that should be the move. And when you, if you're going to throw a ball 40 times with Dak, you're going to win some games, but not as many as the other way. All right, guys, this is my last one. The Eagles uh, just beat the Giants yesterday, just put them in their place. Now, does that make the Eagles the best team in the NFL? And is Jalen Hurts the MVP, Sedano? I think Jalen Hurts today is the MVP at the moment. Um, He is the youngest quarterback or second youngest quarterback to um, get to 12 wins since Dan Marino, uh, if I recall correctly, in 1984. Marino was younger than him at 23. Hurts is 24. Uh, Hurts has the best touchdown interception ratio. He's got 10 rushing touchdowns, which leads all quarterbacks. Uh, He's got the best passer rating. And he's really pushing the ball down the field, too, this year. Like, last year, he struggled with balls that went 20 yards in the air or more. He threw two touchdowns only five and five picks. This year, he's got 12 touchdowns, only one pick. He's really taking command of that team and that offense, so I like him as uh, the MVP. And, yeah, I think it's them and the Niners. Those are my two teams in the NFC. Yeah, I like Hurts as a candidate for the MVP. I mean, when you're, when you're quarterbacking the best team in the league, when you have the best record, you should be getting consideration. I just happen to love the story. I just love the story 
of he, Hertz, and Tua at the same school at the same time, and Hertz getting replaced and having to leave to go someplace else, and now the two of them as NFL quarterbacks, and Hertz is actually kind of getting the last laugh. At least right now, Hertz is winning. You said he hurts and Tua. Yeah. He was a word that was inserted before Hertz because I realized when I said he, not everybody would know that I meant Hertz. <laughs> I was like, wait, am I missing somebody No, else? not he hurts. Not he hurts. <laughs> he. But then I realized I need to clarify who he is. He is Hertz. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering. I was like, did I? was there a third person in that story? That I, I mean, is, is, am I right? Like, is Jalen Hurts winning right now against Tua? Like, is, isn't he the better NFL quarterback right now? Yeah. And yet Nick Saban, listen, I mean, he won a national championship well, but with Tua. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that, that Tua wasn't the better college player. I'm not, I'm just, it's such an interesting story to have these two guys yeah. on the same college team. One replaces the other, and they both wind up getting to the NFL, and now the, the roles have kind of changed. One hey, is better than the other. There was a stretch where Matt Castle um, was one of the most uh, productive USC quarterbacks, and he wasn't even drafted, if I recall correctly. Not, not only never drafted. He barely played he, at USC. He, he, I don't think he ever played at right, USC. Right, there now, you I'm go. Sure you might find a you know a time where he you know took a victory formation. Yeah, exactly. But seriously, he did not play. It was amazing that he ever got a chance to play in the NFL. Yeah, Matt, the, the pride of Northridge, Matty Castle. There you go. Do you know that? I did not. Yeah, there you go. Now you know. The more you know, Cappy. You've learned a lot today on the show. I you feel. are like a USC and uh, who's from LA historian all of a sudden. Well, I don't know about all of a sudden. I've known that for a long time. Matt Castle's from Oh, I didn't know he was the pride of Northridge. Yeah. Northridge Knights. That's their, uh, you know, like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, Pop Warner or whatever. Hmm. Back in the day. Gotcha. Northridge, actually, that the Valley, man. John Elway, you know, a lot of guys came through there. Tom Ramsey, who played for you, was a Hall of Famer at UCLA, Hall, USC Hall of Famer that is. But so, don't mess with the Valley, bro. Oh, okay, I won't. Hey, Valley, I'm not messing with you. <laughs> I got nothing but love for you, Valley. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head, Laura? I'm. It's Cappy. It's just, <laughs> don't mess with the Valley, Laura. Okay. I'm from the other valley. So She's from the San Gabriel yeah. Valley. Well, don't yeah. mess with it. Yeah. No, you don't mess with that valley. Definitely. Oh, you definitely don't mess with that valley, bro. Mm-mm-mm. No. Funchy knows. He's ten, from there. Ten cuidado. Yes, yes. Ten cuidado. Okay? Cappy? I, yeah. I care for you. Okay? Thank you. Thank so, you. I'm just telling you. Ten cuidado. Whatever you said, that's what my mom used to always say to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That is the six o'clock reset. Coming up next, big deal or no deal. And then, Cappy, just for you, because we haven't been together for so long, dealer's choice oh, at nice. 645. How about nice. that? How nice. about them apples? I like it. Okay. Thanks, Christopher. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Funchy, you take it away. Thank you, Sedano. Um. So Whoa, that was weird. Yeah, that was that was a little weird. I gotta be honest. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm just trying to do a Lindsay impression, but I. Yeah. yeah. Uh. I mean, the earlier one was better. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Cappy. Uh, Ty Hilton just signed with the Cowboys. I saw that. Yes. He's, He's available. Been the Cowboys. Uh, 
But the flirting with Odell Beckham might not be over. Um, Odell Beckham visited the Cowboys last week, and Micah Parsons says Beckham told him he needed five weeks to get ready to play, Mm -hmm. which would mean he'll be ready only for the playoffs or maybe even late in the postseason. Yeah. But the big story here, T.Y. Hilton to the boys, big deal, no deal, Cappy. Um, I I would say no deal because I don't think it's a big deal. But T.Y. Hilton has been has been a productive wide receiver in his NFL career, been, yeah. been a really good player. But yeah. what the Cowboys needed was they needed somebody now. And Odell Beckham brings a lot of flash and swag, but he doesn't bring availability now. So they went out and got the next best guy that was available who can play and contribute now. Yeah, look, I, I love T.Y. Hilton. He's near and dear to my heart. Um, I uh, I called, uh, I used to call Sunbelt football games many, many years ago when he was in the Sunbelt. Where'd he play? He played at Florida International University Got under it. Mario Cristobal, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, he was, you could see right out of the, you know when you can tell like these smaller divisions or smaller conferences, like when a guy just like, you're like, whoa, that guy is way better than everybody else. Just stands out above everybody Immediately, else. Immediately, yeah. yeah. I remember they played a game, I called the game, they played at Alabama. And he ran a kick return for a touchdown, and you, Nick Saban's face, he was furious. Like He's like, that's the one guy we can't let beat us, and you guys just let him. And it, he was just, he was really good. Um, so I've always had a very uh, soft spot for T.Y. Hilton. Um, we were talking about Matty Castle being the pride of Northridge. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, the pride of Miami Springs. Um, so I, I hope for his sake that he's at least a contributor. You know, he's had a lot of injuries at the end of his career, but man, at one point he was dangerous. Four or five time pro bowler, I believe. I wonder how old he is now. T.Y. 33, 34 sounds about right. All right, so you might you might get a little something out of him. If you're a team, do you still want to sign Odell Beckham this year? I wouldn't for this year. Yeah, I wouldn't I, either. Yeah, I don't. Next year I would. I'd sign him Even in the offseason. If off I'm season. on the cusp of a, you know, of wanting to be in the best teams in the, in the league, I would not want to sign this. Odell guy. Beckham was at the Suns Celtics game I was at the other night. I, I almost went up to him, and then uh, I realized he's not going to tell me anything, so what am I going to ask him? You know what I mean? Like I was going to ask him, like, where are you going to go? Or what are you going to do? And then I'm like, he's not going to say anything. So Tell you what, if I were Odell Beckham, here's what I'd do. Yeah. I'd sit out the rest of this year, get myself really, really healthy, mm-hmm. and I'd call back to Sean McVay, and I'd say, hey, um, I'm ready. Me? Oh, yeah, yeah. because him and Baker, that's right. what you're going to do? I want to put me and Baker back together yeah, that, again. That, yeah, him and Baker are never going to play together. All right, well, then I guess Baker's going to be with the Rams and Odell's going to have to find himself a new home. Yeah, that's my guess. I mean, Sean, listen, if Sean can bridge that gap, maybe, but that remember how ugly that got at the end? It's it's Baker's team now, though. It's Baker's Rams. Oh, my God. Tranquilo, Bowie. All right, it's it's December 12th, 2022, and right now at this moment, the New Orleans Pelicans are number one in the West. Yeah. Do you go New Orleans there? Um, I'm. I go more New Orleans. I'm more New Orleans too. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, Funchy, but I, you know, I normally go New Orleans. Tomatoes, I'm tomatoes. I'm with the boys. Sorry, Funchy. Tomatoes, tomatoes, guys. Okay. Tomatoes, right. tomatoes. Now they had a big weekend. They beat the West leading Phoenix Suns twice in, in they three, did. two days. They did. And one time the Phoenix Suns were really, yeah. really mad. Zion had oh, like you know a, a breakaway dunk Suns at need the to end. Get over themselves, dude. Check yourself. Oh, Phoenix there Suns. we go. It's That's been right. weeks since we check heard that. Check yourselves, yeah. dude. Check yourself. What? What? Hey, a young team who gets a big win and their star player pulls a 360 dunk on your face uh oh and we're gonna fight you guys now you can't disrespect us like that george check themselves was that a big deal no deal for zion what zion did no it, it wasn't a big deal we talked about this today on horn and it was 
Like, here's the thing is what people don't realize. I mean, I know because I watch the NBA every night. Mikhail Bridges did the exact same thing to the Pelicans last year. The exact same thing. And I don't recall the New Orleans Pelicans like trying to create a ruckus <laughs> in that situation. The Suns are mad because they've now they the the Pelicans are not afraid of them, as we saw during that postseason series. And they they're not playing as great as they think they should. So I think that that's part of it. And they lost, right? That 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 is too. They were kind of like uh, they feel like they were being poor sports, but I also think this is more reflective on Phoenix in that scenario. I'm totally right. Like, oh, you don't disrespect us. We're a veteran team. We're a yeah. we're a championship caliber team. You're just a lowly New Orleans Pelicans. Hey, screw that, man. Not, listen, we won this game, and I'm going to put an exclamation pointer on it at the end. I got no problem with what Zion did. The Pelicans are going to be a force to reckon with for a really long time. And not only did the Zion thing get. You know, everyone pissed off. Um, I guess Jose Alvarado and Chris Paul were getting Well, Chris Paul elbowed Jose yeah. Alvarado. And right in his neck. <laughs> yeah. And Jose Alvarado won't even call him by his name. That's Look at you, it. Cappy. You see? You can do this. You can do more than Lakers. What, you, where, you, where did you see that? Dude, it's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah! I know. On a weekend where I was just schlepping all over Southern California. How did you know that? Did you watch it on Sports Did you see it on your phone? Where did you see that? Dude, I, think, I don't know if I saw I don't know if I saw it on my phone or... I don't know if I saw it on TV. I don't know, man. I saw it. Cappy, you've got it in you. I don't know, George. You can know. do it, man. I don't know if I do. You can do it. All night long. <laughs> Hear that, Laura? Not 15 nah, minutes. Nah, all no, he can't. night long. Like, no, he can't. He <laughs> yeah, said all so night himself. long. He can't. Yeah. <laughs> you said it out of the horse. What is it? Out of the horse's mouth, you said no. I thought you were going to say something else there for a second. No, no, I got no, scared. No. <laughs> she was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up we have Chris Mortensen reporting that the Rams OC, Liam Cohen, will be heading to Kentucky to take the same job, basically. Now, Cohen is going to be the third assistant on Sean McVay's staff to, to, to leave for a college job. Um, now, is this a big deal or no deal, Cappy, even though most people believe that McVay is the brains of the organization? Yeah, no deal for me. Um, Liam Cohen, he hadn't been there in that position. This was his only year because prior to that was Kevin O'Connell, now the head coach of the Vikings. Yeah. Um, and, and it is true. It is McVay's offense. He's the one calling all the plays. An offensive coordinator in this system is a guy who prepares the, the game plan for the week and then hands it off to McVay. So, no. I, and they didn't exactly have a great year. Granted, there's a lot of reasons why that was. I don't see it as a big deal. Uh, I don't see it as a big deal either because I feel like they McVay clearly does a really good job of scouting his coaches, right? Like in figuring out who's good and who's not. Uh, also, so good that uh, the other teams start to pluck them away. So, uh, but I, I feel confident that from an offensive perspective, that Sean is still kind of mostly in control, is my guess. But uh, so no deal for me, though. Congratulations to. Uh, the young man is what I would say. All right, this will be my last one of the day. I'm going to have to put one of our members of our staff on blast. And that Uh-oh. guy is one Alan Sliwa. Uh-oh. He's yeah. my man. He's my guy. Everything. We work mm-hmm. you know, together closely, whatever. He made a very drastic change in his life recently. He switched from an iPhone to an Android. Oh, what? Now... Now, green now we're gonna deal. Heard. Now when we deal with Sliwa, we mm-hmm. get the green bubble. Yep. I've never yep. heard of anybody going iPhone to Android. I've heard a lot of people Android to iPhone. I've never heard of somebody going backwards. Okay. What's the reason? Big, big deal, no deal. Green bubbles on a text thread. Sedano. I mean, it, I I don't love it. 
Um, I got to be honest with you. You, it's a remember, big deal for you because that, I remember Curtis. You guys, yeah. <laughs> I love Curtis. If you're still listening, Curtis, I love you, buddy. But he knew, he knew, and he just said, "Well, Sedona, if you want to pay for my iPhone, yep. I'm like, I don't love you that much." Um, but yeah, I it it is kind of annoying, you know, like where you can't really kind of yeah. have the same messaging conversation easily as easily, you know. I think it's a very big deal. Mm-hmm. I do not, I cannot think of one person that I know. That would be in a group text right now that doesn't have an iPhone. In fact, I do know one guy that recently told me that he got a new Android phone. Yeah. And he was all pissed off because certain apps don't work with his Android phone. I'm yeah. like, bro, that's your problem. You got an Android. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and every time Did I Did you see tell him to check himself? I he didn't need to check himself oh. necessarily. Okay. But now that you mention it, I should let him know that he should check himself. Yeah. But every time I see the Android phone, I'm like, oh hey, nice piece. Nice, yeah, nice it looks like a nice phone. It looks like a nice phone, and it's always, you know, the camera's always good, and video quality's always great, but it's the green bubble. That kills just, me. Yeah, yeah, I can't do it. Right. He actually, I asked him, I said, why? I actually asked yeah. him why. And he said that it was, he wasn't married to the iPhone, and that when he went to change his plan, and he did, like, you know, he, some personal stuff, he went to change his plan, he, that the guy was like, look, man, honestly, this is a better phone. And he didn't, like, I didn't even buy it from the provider. I went, he seeked out the Samsung, so he went to the store to buy it. Hmm. And I was like, really? I don't get it. You know, Slee? You sus. You sus, bro. No, no, no. This is beyond <laughs> no. sus. He's hella from, sus. Right. Going from iPhone to Android... And knowing that you're now the odd man out. I mean, Slee's had a lot of change this year, though. Mm. He went from the Chargers to the Raiders, though that hasn't worked out so great. That's true. He's going from iPhone to Android. But I wonder if this was influenced by Mrs. Slee. Lady Slee. Lady Slee? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, I've never asked. Maybe she has an Android. You never know. Maybe. Well, that's just it. If she has Mm. an Android. Then maybe that's what it is. Right. Yeah. We can't assume, though. We got to ask. We can ask him tomorrow during Slee on the spot. Mm Mm-hmm. People are already yeah. saying that I'm throwing shade. So but you know. by the way, I, my bad. I forgot the Celtics are in town playing the Clippers. So actually, to your point, Cappy, maybe the Lakers can beat them because everybody that comes in to play the Clippers and then plays the Lakers on a back-to-back, the Lakers clearly have an advantage and have won a decent amount of those games. What time is that uh, Clippers Celtics game on? And is it on like seven thirty? Um, I believe is it on nationally? Yeah, it, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's today's on, on Monday, so it's on their regular channel. I presume okay. Could be I- Bally Sport, Bally Sports, or uh, KTLA. Okay. I'm going to have to watch a little of that. Time. Yeah, right. They have, have a, a Bally Sports or KTLA. Yeah, one or the other. Bally Sports. Do you hear that, George? I heard you talk to your remote, yeah. Yep. What did the remote say back? It just went to Bally Sports. And what's on there? Uh, right now, it's a uh, show, like, you know, a bunch of, like, people at a desk talking stuff. I mean, the is rally. it Clippers? It's called The Rally. Oh, The Rally, the yeah. The hottest storylines and, and headlines from both sports and pop culture yeah. in a high-energy, fast-moving format that get fa- gets fans ready to enjoy a night of sports. Mm. But coming up next is Clippers Live. Oh, there you go. And then 7.30, Celtics Clippers. Yeah, I'm going to watch that one. I'm not watching this football game. ESPN. <laughs> now I'm going back. Going back to the game. I mean, for now, yeah, I get yeah. it. But, you yeah. know, I'm not watching this thing. As soon as, I haven't been paying attention very much even now. Once Kyler Murray went down, I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you the score right now. It's been on the whole 13-7 time. 13-7 at the moment. Two-minute warning mm-hmm. in the second quarter. Don't you hate that when your fantasy player goes down and you just don't want to watch the game anymore? I know. I have Kyler Murray, so it's like, you know, I'm, I feel terrible for Kyler Murray. But if, if you didn't have fantasy in this game and you weren't a Patriots fan or a Cardinals fan, nobody's watching this game tonight. Oh, no, 100%. You're right. I mean, this is just an ugly matchup for Monday Night Football. Yeah. Uh, on paper, though, it was supposed to be good. 
Well, at the beginning of the year, people were probably like, hey, Patriots are going to be They made the improved. playoffs last year. Both teams yep. made the playoffs last year. Yep. So, you know, the problem is with Monday Night Football is that they don't have the flex schedule stuff that they that Sunday night gets. Yeah, it would be good to flex on Monday night. Yeah, but teams aren't going to go for that on a mm-hmm. Monday night. I won't go for that. Now, uh-oh, no can do. Oh, look at you. We'll haul and oats for you right there. Yeah. Do you like haul or oats? Um, I love Oates because I don't think that uh, he gets enough credit for being a really good vocalist. Do you like oat milk, leader. too? Um, I've been drinking oat milk recently with my coffee, good. as a matter of fact, good. but I don't like it as much as I liked, like the really sugary creamer stuff. No. Get, oat, stuff get the oat creamer. I have oh, it. my God. Yeah. I ha- so I went somewhere I hadn't been in, a, in years this weekend. Okay. I'd like to hear about that. I'll tell you that in Dealer's Choice next. Debbie Gibson. Old school, man. Man, I used to have the hots for Debbie Gibson. She was definitely so sexy back in the day. Yeah, she was. And she still is. I don't know if you've seen her. Um, and then Tiffany, you know. I well, loved that, those, Tiffany. Yeah, those were like, they were kind of same era, you know? Correct. And I like Tiffany, too, because I like the redhead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, speaking of old school, so, Cappy, this weekend, it was uh, my niece's birthday. You met her at uh, your Belinda, mm-hmm. um, Olivia. And we went to uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Ooh, I haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese in a long time. Believe we, it or not, they got good pizza. So that's what I was going to tell you. I oh. forgot <laughs> because we haven't had a party at Chuck E. Cheese since Aria was very little, uh, probably like four years old, if I had to recall. Uh, so it had been a minute. Um, and back then, we did it at the Chuck E. Cheese in Torrance. But we went to Placentia, and we went to the Chuck E. Cheese, and yo, the pizza... I know, it's fire. Was really good. And here's the smart thing. You know what they Mm -hmm. do at Chuck E. Cheese? Because it's for kids mostly, right? Obviously. Um, They cut the slices. Double cut. Yes. Oh, dude, I love double cut. So I ended up having four pieces of of pizza, but it really was only two pieces of pizza. So I had a little bacon, a little breakfast pizza. Nice. And then a little pepperoni. So George, um, my daughter... Jaden, who just surprised me and came home early from college yesterday. So when I got home yesterday afternoon, she was here in the house, was not prepared for the surprise, which is what makes it a surprise, and kind of was making my plans this week on her not coming home till about Thursday-ish. Get to that in a second. She worked in a pizza place all through high school. Every time I would come in, I would ask they, for them to double cut the pizza. And they always felt like it was a big pain in the ass to double cut the slices. I'm like, no, don't you get it? When you eat them in smaller slices... You can eat more small slices and still not eat more pizza. Does that make sense? In any way? What do you mean? In any universe? Okay, like what? if you're eating, okay, if you're double cut, right? Right, right. And you eat four pieces of double cut, you're still you, eating two slices of you've pizza. You've only eaten two slices. Right. right, yeah. But but you see, the thing is, is if you eat two regular size slices, yeah. when you get done, you're like, you know what? I've only had two. I, yeah, I feel like I might need a little more. Right. Whereas you've had four, it, you trick your mind is what you're saying. Try. But then what happens is- You realize, like, well, they were double cut. They were small, so I can have another. Exactly. Yeah. So you're really not doing accomplishing, doing anything and accomplishing anything. No, but what you're trying to do is convince yourself that by having this in smaller portions, mm-hmm. you're somehow eating less, but you're really not. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we had uh, and, and we had the place tour. Uh, we had, the place was it was open. It was early. I remember it was like, uh, we, so I played some games. I uh, I hadn't played. I hadn't ski balled in a minute. Oh, I love ski ball. Yeah, little ski ball. I did the little Papa shot. How'd you do? So on one machine, I got I I created a new record. Um, it was like forty three, and I did like um, fifty three. 
But then on the other machine, it was 55, and I could only replicate 53. I was like, mm-hmm. yo, 55 has got to be tough. How long do you get in Papa Shot? I don't remember. I can't remember the last I think time I it played. was like 30 seconds, and then some shots are worth two, some are worth three. Like, it just depends on the timing of it. And I sometimes guess. they give you bonus time, right? Right, bonus, right, yeah. Did you collect the little, like, raffle tickets? That so come they out don't the do machines? raffle tickets like that anymore. So you no? get a little card. Mm-hmm. And you have to like s- s- tap the card, or like you would at like a gas station or whatever, Just and that's, one tap, and it activates it. Um, and then your tickets are, uh, you know, put like whatever your tickets are, and I'm using that in air quotes. Would be your allotment would be put on that card. So when you then turn in the card, they swipe it, and they would know how many tickets you have. Now I'm sure yeah. you wouldn't like that because you would want the physical tickets, so that way you wouldn't get gypped. Is my guess? No. Um I just remember, like, the last time I went to a Dave and Buster's or a Chuck E. Cheese, I mean, it's been that long, they were still doing the physical little nope. raffle tickets that come All out All digital of the now, just on your card. And you used to be able to have, like, a big plastic cup, and you would stuff the cup filled yeah, with, yeah. These, with yeah. these tickets, you yeah. know? And then you'd yeah. go, and you'd be like, well, I got four million tickets, and I want to redeem them. And you're like, well, you can get this pen... Um, or you can get this little troll doll right. thing. Yeah. Or some candy or whatever. You're, you're right. like, no, you know, I got like 4 million tickets. You're like, I know, you need 35 billion tickets yeah. to get the stuffed animal. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, that sounds nice you were at a Chuck E. Cheese with the family. It had been a minute, yeah. But we had a good time. That sounds very nice. Yeah. We had a big sports weekend, too, right? We had the, the basketball game at UCLA, mm-hmm. and uh, then we had, uh, oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. We liked it. we liked it there. It was nice. Pauly's nice. I you forget like what a beautiful campus it is too. Oh, like, I hadn't been out campus there. Campus is crazy. I hadn't been out there in a minute. Um, and uh, although Mateo didn't like the traffic on the way back on the four hundred five, mm. I'm like, bro, get used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is just the reality of the life here. You know what I mean? I know you're not used to that, but yeah, um, well, it's funny you say it. that because because uh, as far as big sports weekends go, and then the Dolphins Chargers game, yeah, right. So. I, I did not have like a monster sports weekend, but mm-hmm. I will tell you this. Um, one event in particular that I really wanted to make sure I kind of took in most of yeah. was the Heisman Celtics Lakers. Ceremony. No, no. Oh, I thought no. you were going to say you were going to join us tomorrow. No, 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 no. But but the the Heisman Trophy presentation. Mm-hmm. When was the last time, seriously, that you like sat down and watched the show? The entire thing. Yeah. It's, it's been a few years at least. So I don't really watch it that often anymore because it usually doesn't really matter to me. Mm-hmm. I think the Caleb Williams part of it, and obviously the USC part of it, is what got me to really watch it. Sure. But to watch the Heisman Trophy show, it's such a great thing for kids to watch because you realize that even though you're looking at four guys who are all Heisman Trophy finalists, it really wasn't as easy as you might think. Meaning they didn't go from like high school All-American to scholarship to anywhere they wanted to go and starting as a freshman and then they've achieved to this point every one of these kids had a story you know the kid from georgia the quarterback mm-hmm. he didn't start at georgia he started at junior college yeah they had another guy there he wasn't going to be able to play he went somewhere else but his whole life was consumed with becoming the georgia quarterback yes that's Bennett, right they they the coach told the story about how they they put him on the scout team he played baker mayfield on the scout team yeah and how the, the the coaches were like, this kid's not good enough. He can't play at Georgia. And every day at practice, he proved them wrong. And I love stories like that. And then you have the story of Caleb Williams, 10 years old. Him and his dad are handing in their equipment at the end of the Pop Warner season. And little Caleb says, Dad, I love football. I want to be the greatest quarterback in the history of the game. And at 10 years old, they wrote a list of things that they had to do to get him to where he wanted to go. These are great stories. You know, the kid from TCU had heart surgery because he had gotten COVID. Did you know about this? I didn't know this story. 
and and he had heart surgery yeah. and was supposed to be the starter, got beat out. Yeah. First game of the season. Yeah, he was the backup, right? Right. He yeah. first game of the season, the starter gets hurt, and this guy goes on this crazy run. So yeah. everybody had a story to tell. You know, even the quarterback, uh, what's the Ohio State quarterback's name? C.J. Stroud. Now, he's from here in Southern California, and yeah. his father, there was all kinds of problems, and then his father got clean and became a pastor, but then his father got into trouble again, and he's in jail for all this time. I mean, crazy stories. So you just kind of learn that it's not always he was the best player in Pop Warner, he became the best player in high school, he had every offer in the country, this has all been easy and smooth. There's been a lot of zigging and zagging in all these stories. And I thought the Caleb Williams acceptance speech, and by the way, did you see his suit? Yeah, it's beautiful. Dude, the Adidas suit. I mean, in the NIL world where you got a suit that's dope, but then they throw in an Adidas logo and the Adidas stripes on the inside and on the pants. That was cool, man. So I just, I, I, the Heisman Trophy, it's not something I ever really watch anymore. And I'm glad I watched it this week. And congratulations to Caleb Williams and USC, another Heisman Trophy winner. Amazing. Laura's shaking her head because we're playing the USC fight song. Hey, what'd you lower it for? He won the Heisman. Rude. Eh. Rude. Damn. That's sus. That's not. That's yeah, not my team. Tell us us. Tell I know, us but us. I played the UCLA fight song a second yeah, ago. That one's, that one's nice. I'm just saying, you know, just trying to be equitable. Dude, that's hella sus. Laura, you have to agree he's a good player, right? No, he's a great player. Okay, great. Yeah, no. Not, not as long as you're there. there. As long as you I agree know. with that. Damn. I just don't like the school. <laughs> but you'll take down the fight song. That's why I did. I don't. Like I mean, she let it play for like three trophy. seconds. Yeah, I, I let it play, you know, and I slowly brought it down. <laughs> <laughs> telling you right now, it's hella sus. That's okay. We can all be hella sus sometimes. You're always yeah. sus, so you know. I mean, yeah. well, UCLA people are always. You are. You are not yeah. only hella sus, but hella sus with some sussy sauce on the side. Facts. You know, sussy sauce is really good, though. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I like a little sussy sauce. <laughs> Cappy, come to the Celtics game tomorrow. I would love to come. I swear to you, I would love to come. If I didn't make this commitment to this charity, I would yeah. be there. But there are kids, George, yeah. who who have needs no, this it's holiday fine. season. It's fine. it's fine. And I got I got to be I got to do my part. Okay. I got to do my part. All right. But you're right. I we we need to hit up some Laker games together. It's true. You know, because at the beginning of the season, we're like, oh, man, it'd be great. We can go to the games after the yeah, show. Blah, blah, blah. I know. And I'm you ready. haven't done that once. No, but it's my New Year's resolution. And I bet you your boy Kevin Harlan's doing the game tomorrow. With no regard for human life. Right. I bet you he'll be there. Oh, man, I should hug it out with him. I know. But, you I'm know, gonna, I get gonna, the charity part of it, you know. I'm going to text him. Yeah. See if maybe the Lakers would I mean, maybe he's there. not doing the game tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. He might not be doing the game, so. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll ask the charity if they'll move to Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'll do that. All right, Cappy. Excellent work as always. It was great to hear your voice again. Manana. See. Si. Funchy, great job filling in for Linz. Laura, excellent work as always. We'll talk to you mañana. See ya.